to another week of That Movie Show. Mike Went and Eddie McCabe taking through another week of movie talk. Eddie, how are you doing this afternoon? Oh, I'm doing great. Um, finally got some good news. Hey, now. Uh, yeah, got some good news after all of this apocalyptic nonsense. Sure. Um, so the state of Massachusetts has announced that theaters and live event venues are going to be able to open at the end of the month. Uh-huh. Uh, that is huge for me. I work with Improv Asylum and Laugh Boston, so that yep. means that we are going to be able to open up at the end of the month, uh, which means that after quite literally a year, mm-hmm. uh, I will probably be returning to work, uh, which awesome. is you know, kind of uh, exciting. Uh, it's a little bit of a light at the end of the COVID tunnel. Sure. Uh, you know, and you got to take these small victories where you got them. You know oh, what I mean? Fucking amen. Fucking um, amen. Yeah, so. we are literally a week away from like a year's yeah. lockdown. A year lockdown started like yeah. a year ago next week. Uh, I am. Um, I was. My big thing around this time was I was getting ready to have the St. Patrick's Day parade, right? Like that's a thing that's that I. Right. I work with Comcast every year and, uh, you know, basically do the television broadcast for the St. Patrick's Day Parade in Southie. And it was right around this time Mm -hmm. that uh, that announcement of it being canceled happened. Right. And that was like the big thing I had going on. And so, you know, it's it's good that almost a year. uh, Technically, I started my TikTok on the 13th of March. So. So that's where we started. We're almost a year into TikTok. Oh my god! So, <laughs> so okay, I didn't know that. So we can blame the fucking pandemic for your TikTok. Percent. <laughs> my first video is me uh, doing a lip sync uh, from a um, uh, Kevin Hart video about him being on TikTok. And then my second one is me reenacting risky business. So you went all in, didn't you? I I went all in from Jump Street. Uh, Fun fact: I got berated. Be a star. (laughs) I got berated by a Karen the other day on TikTok. Got berated by a Karen. Yeah. So like, I don't know if you're familiar, but but basically, but basically, people, um, you can like do reaction videos. So like you stitch a video. So like someone says something in the video and then you can kind of cut it off at a certain point and add on your own nonsense, you know, like a reaction video basically to, to a video. Sure. And I had a, I had a TikTok that was doing, it does, it's doing pretty well. People are like watching or whatever, but it's basically about WandaVision, which we're going to talk about in a little bit. But mm-hmm. my reaction, my video was, I think I speak for all millennials when I say that Elizabeth Olsen is exactly what we wanted the Olsen twins to be all along. Right. Because it's like, a (laughs) yeah, an actress, you know, basically it's just like, Hey, like we want like people my age. Right. And I'm, I'm a little younger than you. You Like, you know, we wanted, we grew up with them like as kids. And then there were kids videos that we watched and then preteens and teenagers where I think they're either a, I'm, a year younger than they are or two years younger than they are, but like they were in TVs and movies. Right. So we were just kind of following the career as them. And then all of a sudden they just stopped being actresses. They are 34 years old. Okay. So I'm, I am two years younger than them. Okay. And, and so yeah, they, but they stopped being actresses super early on. Oh yeah. It was like, they stopped acting at like 14. Right. I mean, but here's the thing. It's 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 a double edged sword because good for them they made bajillions of dollars off their fashion and fragrance lines that or whatever else they were doing, um, so whoever 
But I, again, I don't know who was handling their money. They probably got robbed by their families or whatever, because that usually happens to child actors. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they disappeared super quick, like before yeah. they were even, I think, 15, maybe. Oh, yeah. I, re- they were- I remember running the video store and we would get those. The, the, they were like, it was the post full house, like preteen Olsen twin videos, you know, yeah. Olsen's take yeah. Manhattan or whatever the fuck. Right. Basically, yep. they were doing the Muppet stories just yes, with them. Yes, 100%. They were the Muppets. Um, and, but it's just like, like you said, they just disappeared, right? <laughs> and so then, you know, also it's a fucking joke, right? Like it's haha comedy on, you know, on it's thing. TikTok. <laughs> yeah, it's TikTok. Like, don't Hot take it seriously. On the talk. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's take it don't take it seriously um and so you know i was like oh elizabeth olsen if you've watched wandavision is showing you her full range of emotion and her ability to act that woman is fantastic she should be in more things because she is wonderful that being said this woman stitches this video and Again, I just reenacted the video. I said exactly what was in the video that we, uh, Elizabeth Olsen is exactly what we wanted the Olsen twins to be all along. That was it. This woman stitches my video and completely takes everything a hundred percent out of context and starts accusing me of being like, that's not true. All of you gross men just wanted to have sex with him. And it's just like, what? When did I say that? And it's like, look, I'm aware that there were a lot of people that had like countdown clocks to like when the Olsen twins became 18. I am aware that that is a thing, right? So, so you're right that that was a thing that didn't exist. It's it's, how how did you get that out of what you said? Yeah. How did you, how did you, I mean, it's almost like a thing, like I'm not mad. I just want to see how you connected those dots. (laughs) How did you connect these dots? Elizabeth How? Olsen is a great actress. You're fucking wrong, and you want to have sex with the Olsen right. twins. Wait a minute, what? <laughs> you wanted to have sex with the Olsen twins when they were children, and it's just like, minute, first of all, I'm younger than them. <laughs> first of all, that wouldn't have been wrong. <laughs> first of all, yeah, first of all, they're my age contemporary, so even if I did want to, even if they were 15, I would be... 13 so like math <laughs> you know what i mean so it's like so even even if what you're saying is true it's right. not right like it's not, not wrong right. it's, you know what i mean like you're just wrong on all levels it's just and i just it's one of those things and we were talking about this off offline where it's yeah. just like i'm sitting there looking at this video and it's like i want to rip this woman apart <laughs> I, like i want to rip this per- woman can apart. can you restitch a stitch can you like can can now you stitch her and have like a stitch battle? I don't I know don't how TikTok know. works. I don't, yeah, I don't know. I, like it it's sounds more, exhausting. It sounds like it's yeah. more effort than pointing your phone at a TV because that's all I've gotten to yet. Yeah, it's like I'm not gonna. I'm definitely not gonna give this woman because like you look at them, like you you go onto the profile. Sure. And it's like she only has 24 followers. And it's just like oh, you know what I'm not gonna do? I'm not going to. I'm Help not going to engage. I'm not going to engage. See, that was that was the other thought uh, as the the content creator in me was like, "Wow, does this help you at all by her?" But then you said twenty four followers, like, nope. Yeah, <laughs> nope. no. She it she was trying to do she was trying to engage you because right. you have two thousand followers and she has two followers, so she's right. trying to engage you to then get yeah. your followers to go check her out because you went back. Yeah, I yeah. I know your games. I've been in this for a minute. Right. <laughs> Right. And it's just, you know, the only disappointing thing is, and and again, I've, I've, I'm able to sleep at night. Thank you. know, so don't worry, Jeez, everybody. I'm able to sleep at night, but it's just like, you know, yeah, 
the video the video cuts off before any of the context of like what I'm saying happens. Because again, the video is TikTok clap back. <laughs> yeah, but it's like there's I only eight that. seconds. I'm so fucking old. <laughs> there's only eight seconds of like this video in its com- like of it being complete, right. and so it's like you just strategically cut this off to make me seem like a goddamn monster. <laughs> well. Like, why? What did I? Why? God, I hate people. Well, for giving us 10 minutes of content, I'd like to thank that woman. (laughs) There you go. There you go. Uh, How are we going to do WandaVision? Because uh, the series has wrapped up. Um, That was also another question of some people. Is WandaVision going to come back next year? No, it's a... The Marvel shows on Disney Plus are limited series or mini series. They're they're one and done. So, uh, mostly because the series bleed into the movies. They set up the, they set up the next movie. So this is the Marvel cinematic universe is one continuing story. So they can't continue like one division because all the the events of one division are going to impact the Dr. Strange movie, possibly Spider-Man. Right. And, but that's not to say that Wanda won't get another television show, right? Like, like there could be like Wanda strange, right? Where it's like her and Dr. Strange have a show, But it's not, yeah, WandaVision. And again, if, like, if you also, watch... Also, how many more times can we fucking resurrect this guy? <laughs> yeah. Well, seems like we only... Uh, well, you know. We got um, one! <laughs> yeah. But the thing it, with uh, WandaVision is, is like, yeah, it ended. There was well, closure. Where the fuck is he going? <laughs> yeah. There was, there was, like, closure. Like, the story wrapped yeah. up. Yes, despite what the internet wanted. Um, oh, that I would was say, wonderful. So like it was it was wonderful but also I've 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 loved okay so we're going to try so you're not panicking right now if you're listening or watching we're going to try our best to do this as spoiler free as possible uh because we did a full blown spoiler recap at the end of last week's show on the shadow so you can go back it's in the archives waka waka on uh, thatmovieshow.net or wherever you find the show uh and check out our spoiler full version there um but because i mean it did just it just dropped the other day some people still haven't seen it etc cetera, etc cetera. uh but the way the internet's talking i think everybody's watched it uh, yeah. So we are going to do spoiler free as much as possible, um, right. which is going to take a lot of tiptoeing verbally from us. Sure. Um, I'm going to start with all of the um, I'm going to start with all of the like laughing at all of the like crazy, stupid fanboys. I want to start there. Well, can we because... say stuff like that didn't happen? Yeah, 100 percent. Because, because there's a happen. lot of fanboy theories that actually there's all the fanboy theories. That yeah, didn't it didn't happen. So there it is. Well, because, yeah, here's the thing. If you were hanging on a thread because you wanted Hayward to all of a sudden morph into um, Ultron, you know, because you saw that in a cartoon. That was one. You know, well, stupid. No, it didn't, like, didn't happen. Also, Hayward, terrible shot. Yeah, terrible. With, again, without spoiling a moment, he wasn't going to hit anything with that shot. No. No. He was he was shooting around everything. <laughs> like if you looked where the bullets went, they weren't going to hit shit. Maybe yeah. the gazebo in the back. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. 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 Um, uh, but it's like so I we we've talked about this before. Um, I think when it comes to like Star Wars, right? And we've definitely talked about it when it comes to wrestling, yeah. right? 
we had a ton of fun both offline on this show and in various group chats mm-hmm. having fun picking apart the Easter eggs and different things in this show. It was really, really fun to be like, oh, this could mean this and that could mean that. And like, that's what's really fun with an engaging show. With an engaging show of any kind is reading into subtext and seeing where things could go, especially in a mystery. That's what makes it fun. Where the line is, is that when you have come up with whatever the headcanon that you've created is of like, you know, these people are talking about how she's going to freak out and she's going to cause the X-Men to come in and Wolverine is going to kill Hayward and like Magneto is going to destroy the Golden Gate Bridge and like the Fantastic Four are going to ride in on Pegasus, right? Like that's the headcanon. They they wanted the next two phases of the MCU to happen in this final episode of correct, <laughs> and and that's the thing, and it's like it's okay to speculate and like pick one or two of those things and hope that they happen, but when you're actually presented with the story, like don't be mad that that's not the story that was told sure. because it's like look here's the thing would I love it like this story was very much influenced from the comic book story in the beginning of house of M right. Like that's the beginning of this, where she had these children. These children were basically made up by the devil of the MCU Mephisto. And then he basically absorbs them. And then Wanda has a mental breakdown and is like going crazy. She kills a bunch of the Avengers accidentally and then alters reality. Yeah. (laughs) And then accidentally, like, rewrites the entire world, right? Mm -hmm. And it's like, oh, as somebody who knows that and understands that story, I could understand that they pulled a lot from that, right? Leading into House of M. Sure. But this this story was the story of grief. It was this person coming to terms with their grief, which a character that up until this point was fairly shallow, right? Even in Age Wanda? of Ultron. Yeah, Wanda. Mm-hmm. You know, she was fairly shallow. Now well, she, she was she wasn't fleshed out and most of that was due to legal problems. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, true. Very very true. She was not she was hamstrung by We can finally give her a backstory legally. <laughs> yeah, right. And so it's like there was a lot of that where it's like, look, if you just sit back and watch the show, yeah. you're going to have a great time. Because, yeah, look, I loved that I was thinking, like, oh, it could be really cool if Reed Richards shows up. You know, like, that, that would be really cool. One. That but, was the big one. But it's like, they... But again, <laughs> I, and and to that one, I'm I'm still holding out that he still might be... The, sure. The, the, they, they fucking, they played the pronoun game like champs in this show. Even yeah. right up to that, the one of the, the end credit scenes, because there's a mid and an end credit scene in the finale. Right. And it's a lot of he's and she's and him's. And sure. it's like, mm, you motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, and it's like you, when but you we sit never saw and think who about built it, that shitty truck that didn't work. <laughs> yeah, right. But you also sit there and you think about it. Like, if you look at it logically, the guy. The, the, so first of all, they haven't even like really figured out the Fantastic Four. They just announced that it's coming. Right. The guy that's supposed to be writing it is working on Spider-Man currently. Okay. You know what I mean? So, like, you're saying that they already have... Has Spider-Man um, started filming or just the Thor movie? 
it's already filmed all for the most part. Like it's Spider-Man's almost done. Filmed. It's almost done. Yeah. It's okay. going to be well, that, that out makes in sense because it's out in December. Jeez, it's out in shit. December, uh, yeah, yeah, so okay. it's almost done. That makes sense. You know, it might have wrapped filming, but they're still doing CGI, or they, sure. they might be wrapping soon. But they're it's out in December. Fun social media teases. Yeah, they're doing fun social media teases. But it's like, yeah, the guy that's in charge of that is supposed to be doing the Fantastic Four, and John Krasinski is still in Scranton, Pennsylvania, and we haven't even talked about him yet. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he hasn't signed on for the movie, so how could he be? Mr. Fantastic, if we haven't gotten that far yet. Anyway, that's not the point, you know, but, but here's the thing. If you sit there and John Krasinski didn't show up as Mr. Fantastic in WandaVision and you're mad and the show sucks now because of it, like you missed the point you missed. There's um, a collider put out an article and I'm just going to read the headline because uh, it's, it's really fucking, it's a, it's like the perfect summation of the finale uh, WandaVision failed to deliver things that were never promised to me. Yes. 100%. <laughs> because what was promised to me, what was promised to me in the story that they told was delivered perfectly. Here, here's what I, and because I didn't look, cause again, I like things like this, uh, movies that I want to see. I don't like to read pre-interviews or watch pre-interviews or, sure. or read, you know, cause I want to watch it fresh. I want to see it clean. Right. I, I don't want to be influenced by anything. Uh, and all I knew going into this because of the, the, the pre, the pre-release press, uh, was a lot of, was the term weird. Kevin yeah. Feige kept saying, this one's weird. This is going to be weird. And we watched the first couple episodes. I'm like, God damn it. This is weird. Yeah, <laughs> like, you were, so they delivered, they fucking right. delivered. Um, now that being said, uh, Paul Bettany, uh, champion troller. Oh Holy my God. Shit. I, I think I texted you. <laughs> Didn't yes. I text you on ter- on Thursday and I yeah. fucking called it? Yeah. Yeah. Cha- he was like, troller. he was like, there's a Luke Skywalker S cameo. And then I texted you on Thursday and I'm like, look, I'm calling my shot because like at the end of, of episode eight, there's a mid credit scene yes. um, where white vision is like, is brought that what we're to still life. calling him. Yeah. We're calling him that for that now hurts. until, until we have a better name for him. That's what we're calling him. Okay. And I go the, um, so I'm calling my shot. Paul Bettany's Luke Skywalker cameo is Paul Bettany. Well, like, and it and even went deeper than that because not only did he say he referenced the Mandalorian uh, and the Luke Skywalker cameo, but he went further to be like, it was so exciting to work with an actor that I respect and I've always wanted to work alongside him. Like he went yeah. deep into it, and it's like, and when it revealed, it's like, oh, you fucking Ew. colossal cunt! <laughs> Dick. I love it. Love it. Love, love it. Love it. Um, um, yeah. yeah. So. But it's great. But it's just like the, the show is so great. It gave a character so much backstory, flushed them out. And mm-hmm. it's very interesting because it's like, yeah, I don't know if this would be good as a two hour movie. There was so much here. There was so much in this show. One, though. Yeah, it was solid as a three hour one. And I'm really glad that we did it. And the best part about all of this is that. We have a week break, right? And like, we're nerdy enough that we're going to watch the behind the scenes stuff. And, you know, for a lot of people, it might be intriguing, but for a lot of people, they might just skip it. So next week will be really fun to watch. And then the week after that, we move right into Falcon and the Winter Soldier. The The buddy cop show of the year. They tried to reboot, uh, Lethal weapon didn't work. They tried. <laughs> they've tried to make another. Uh, bro. Uh, what was it? Bad boys didn't really work. But you know what's gonna work as a buddy cop movie? 
Falcon and the Winter Soldier. That's really good. And that article, that article did end in a very, very funny way because it goes, now, if you excuse me, um, I'm going to prepare myself for being mad when old Steve Rogers doesn't make a cameo. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, that's exactly what's going to happen. So I mean, just, he has to, right? <laughs> hey, he's not going to. He's not no, going he's, to. He's retired. There's... I think Chris Evans directed an episode or two, though. I did yeah, hear probably. that. I, I yeah. think I heard that. Yeah, um, and... and... <sighs> Like we again, you said we talked about it in, in Star Wars stuff, and that's more where we've referenced it in wrestling, of course. Uh, but I I really have enjoyed um, the week to week part of because Disney o- basically owning Fridays for a while um, has been fun because I like the week of speculating. I don't right. get it you know, like as you you know we talk about it here on the show. I don't go down that road of this has to, you don't have to write a movie for me, basically, is what, it's what's being said. You yeah. know, like, it, it, people get mad if the, the movie or the show isn't written for them personally, like a goddamn Valentine's Day card. Yeah, right. Um, so it's like, but you spend a week, and, and with this show, I loved, um, I, I don't know if it's a real term, I've been calling it the, the onion storytelling, where, where just every week, Healing yeah, more and more, right. and it's like holy shit! Like week to week, they had me glued, and and it was so good. The more they revealed, the more interested I I was. And again, no knowledge of the comics, never read a single yeah, book. Right. But like after every episode, I would spend the week deep diving into every YouTube reaction video, every yeah. two Easter eggs in this episode, and most of them were like, well, that's not a fucking Easter egg; it's right there. Yeah. But like, yeah, and when we get to the end. And the finale happens, and I'm just like, oh, wow. Not only was this super storytelling, uh, but it was also masterfully master trolling. Yeah. Master trolling the whole time. There's yeah. so many questions that are still not answered with right. this and fucking that's a good show. Thing. It some of it is so some of it was just uh, you know here's a plot device here's a red herring we're, we're not gonna yeah. really yada we're gonna yada yada over that stuff um like you know I'm still a little mad I've watched the finale four times I'm still a little mad that Elizabeth Olsen left that fucking brand new Bjork behind just gonna say, <laughs> sure just gonna say what the fuck you know have a little yeah. pride in your vehicle you um, the, <laughs> yeah the one that I'm the one that I'm just like interested in is who Jimmy Woo's person was. That that's obviously that that's the to me that's probably the biggest question that should have been answered because it's not important enough for the rest of the show. Um, it's it's kind of like for the Sopranos, what happened to the Russian in the woods with uh, sure. with Polly and Christopher. It's like something that should never happen, and it's like his missing persons, yeah, never gets cleared up, and it's definitely not important enough to because it's I, not going to be in Falcon and the Winter Soldier. It's not going to be a thing. Like, I, I don't see that ever coming up again. Right. You know, you, you like the best. I think the best you're probably going to get is maybe like because they did it with um, after Civil War. We got some web shorts. Uh, it was mostly Thor in the apartment with his new roommate because he wasn't <laughs> included in, in Civil War. So sure. we might get like a Jimmy Woo web web show, like a couple yeah. of quick clips or maybe an extra that's added onto Disney Plus or something like they did. Um, 
the uh, they did a Simpsons short around Onward, maybe something like that. Okay, like a, yeah, like a five six minute Jimmy Woo short where it's yeah. like, oh, and here's the missing person. It's like, okay, fine. You, you sure. we don't need a half hour for that. Right. It's like, oh, or if Jimmy Woo in people are talking about it because it like him getting that like spinoff show. Yeah, yeah, like, I, would, I would love an X Files type of thing. Yeah, right. And it's just like, oh, maybe if that like, you yeah, know, but at that if, point again, like, we're too late. Really, do we really need it? No. Like it's 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 a throwaway thing. It, it was it was a plot device to get Monica into the hex. Right. Like that that's the only reason that that whole plot existed. It got him there and it got her there and it got us to where we needed to be. Right. But ultimately not very important. No. Even to the fact that they never referenced it. I mean, they watched how how many they were sitting there just watching one division with the rest of us and never once was like, "Oh, there's my missing person." Yeah, that's my person. Right. You know, yeah. like so it's it's either going to be something or it's just going to be a toss away. And if right. it's something, it's going to probably be one of those like web series type of things where it's like, oh, here's six minutes with Jimmy Woo, which is fun. I'll take it. Yeah, I'll sure. fucking take it. Of you know, uh, maybe, maybe him and him and Darcy, Darcy. You know, yucking it up a little bit and like, yeah. oh, there's my guy. <laughs> First of all, her most recent show wrapped up, right? Two Broke Girls is done. So oh, yeah, she needs a new. Ago, oh, probably. But she needs a, something new. So give those two a show. I want it. I want oh, yeah. it. You she know, is, she is wonderful. Kat Dennings is a goddamn treasure in the show. She is. She's perfect in one of these roles. I, I, it's just so wonderful. It was so good. You know, the big thing was, is like, and I know you haven't watched it yet, but it's like Tiger King comes out yeah. and everybody binged through Tiger King and the shelf life for that was like three weeks. You know, because, public enemy. I did not believe the hype, <laughs> yeah. but it's just like, so, but everybody talked about it for like yeah. three weeks and it was, then it was a massive thing for like a minute. Right. And then it's over because you sat, you watched it. It was over and you just talked about it. Right. Yeah. The same thing with like making a murderer and the way that these Netflix shows kind of yeah. pump out and just release everything. And for some shows, that's good. Something like tiger King, where it's just like, look, here's the deal. This is all six parts. Just sure. watch it. Right. But something that's more narrative driven like this. Oh, we had nine weeks and every single week, everybody was talking about WandaVision until the next, you know, week episode was up. I mean, you know, it's better. Disney owns Fridays now. And, and it's great because and, and to the, the Tiger. I mean, I haven't watched Tiger King. I'll get around to it. But it's one of those shows that feels like I'll get around to it and be like, okay, you know, but. This isn't a show that I would have wanted to binge for that reason because, and I think I talked about it last week when we were doing the spoiler version, where it's like I haven't had this this feeling of anticipation for a weekly show since Breaking Bad, and Breaking Bad ended like a while ago. Um, Almost a decade at this point. Almost. And to that, it's the storytelling. Right. You're telling me a compelling story that's engaging and that I want to see the next chapter in. Yes. And it's and it's exciting. I mean, I would make my jokey comments almost every Friday afternoon and be like, I got to wait another week. Come on. Yeah. But it's like that's a week I get to talk with people online right. and I get to watch these YouTube videos. I get to talk to you on this show. And it's like right. this is the best type of TV viewing. So like good on it's, Disney for doing this. Especially because they, yeah, it's 100 percent. It's 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 that. The, and I said it last week, and, and it's, a, it's a phrase that I saw somewhere on, on another article, and it, it's basically people forgot how to watch television. Right. You know what I mean? It's like, this, this is how we used to we used to have to wait week yeah. to week. I mean, shit, we used to have to wait for a specific time on a night. Yeah, you know right. what I mean? We weren't right. able to just wake up on a whim and watch this show willy-nilly, you know? 
But this week to week thing, it gives you that sense of anticipation. And again, we've been in a pandemic. So having things to look forward to right. is nice. It's oh, fucking it's the, nice. Even even little things like you said, you, you know, Laugh Boston is going to be opening up at the end of the month. And it's nice to have something to look forward right. to. You know what I mean? And, and for a while, WandaVision was our weekly look forward to that. And shit, man, I don't see him slowing down because no. just the Marvel stuff alone yeah. has every Friday till about July, mid-July, probably with Loki ending. Yeah, it's there's a little bit of a break in there because after Falcon and the Winter Soldier, um, we have uh, Black Widow in theory for a couple weeks. Right. Because in she is in theaters as opposed to TV. So in theory, you know, it's like Falcon and the Winter Soldier will end. There'll be that week break where it's a behind the scenes. Then Black Widow will release. And then I think we have like a two or three week gap now, while Black Widow's in theaters before Loki starts. What are the odds they put Black Widow as a as like one of those premium? It Dis- really Disney de- plus thing. It depends on how well Raya does. Now I've I haven't watched Raya does it yet. Though? It does. Because... I, I feel they're apples and oranges. I I feel like I feel, especially on the heels of WandaVision, you're gonna have the like Marvel right. fan like. I'm not so, going to pay $30 for Raya. I would pay $30 to watch Black Widow in my so house. So 100%. So the thing is, is that this is the uh, the second premiere access that they've done, uh, Mulan being the first. Right. Now, Raya is just, is both, right? So you can go watch Raya in the sure. theater, uh, or you can pay the premiere access. I think HBO Max kind of like set the tone with that. And so... It's nice that they're giving them for free. Yeah, HBO Max is giving it the free for free, but I think that that's going to be what we see with Black Widow is like it's going to be both. You mm-hmm. can get it on uh you can get it on the premiere access or you can go to the theater and watch it. I would guess. Now, are we are we just guessing cuz I haven't done any any research on this. Are we just guessing it's going to have a May release date or has anything been announced? Like have they said that's we're been- we're going to try yeah, that's been the announced the the when you look at like the schedule, mm-hmm. I think it's May 18th. Uh, okay. If that name that n- date rings a bell for some odd reason, but that was the that was the date that they pushed it to. At least it, I believe. One, two, three. Let me see. Yeah, I mean that would that would make sense with the uh, Falcon Winter Soldier wrapping up around probably early May, right? I guess. I mean, if if, if I don't know how many episodes they're doing. But but if I'm just I'm just glancing at a calendar here, and they're also know, supposed to be an hour, right? Which I'm pumped. I'm pumped. May seventh is okay. supposed to be the release date. That makes sense. That could that could be like you know right around there. Um, so it's something to look forward to. And but to and I was talking to my brother about this because uh, he keeps saying the same thing. Why don't they just dump it on Disney Plus? Give it the premiere thing. I'll fucking buy it. Whatever. Yeah. You know, because so, same thing. He's a he's an MCU guy as well. And my theory. On is is a couple of th- fold. First of all, they want to make the most money possible. So yes. they've been they've been pushing and pushing and pushing because they're hoping that theaters will you know people will still go- start going back to theaters more and more and more. And that seems to be the 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 way it's going. Theaters are opening up, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, especially in the major cities, I'm guessing they were waiting for. Yeah. Um, but the other thing is, it feels like they have the ability to push. They were kind of put in a, a pretty good position with this movie because. It's a prequel. So right. the story has no bearing on the current timeline of the MCU. My only thought is they got to get it out before Hawkeye, because I'm guessing the end credit scene will have uh, Florence Pugh's character 
meeting up with Hawkeye because she's in that show. Yeah. But that's an end credit scene at best. You know yes, what I mean? Right. But this all takes place back in Civil War. So they could move this basically indefinitely. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It's kind of like um what <laughs> what the Fast and the Furious franchise did for a while. So um one of the characters in Tokyo Drift uh is Han. He's the uh the Asian guy in uh, in like the Fast and Furious movies. I remember and- that hashtag. And basically what they did with Tokyo Drift was uh, they basically were just like at one point they were like, look, this just takes place in the future. And like (laughs) they kept setting they kept setting movies before it. So it was like, yeah, yeah, um, Fast and Furious and Fast Five and Fast Six all take place before fast and uh, furious tokyo drift or something chronologically so it's like it's funny when they do stuff like that so i would expect you to be like right it this takes place during civil war or between civil war and in, in uh infinity war so it's yeah. like yeah, we can it's, release it's basically this uh scarlett johansson's time on the run after right. sokovia so in between yeah infinity war and civil war basically yeah and so it'll be interesting to see what happens but i think you're right i think that you know what's her name is supposed to take over the black widow, like mantle or something. Well, she's, she's already been seen filming Hawkeye. So she's yeah. in it. And uh, yeah. Flor- Florence Pugh, uh, Florence she, Pugh. she's, she's been in stuff. Yeah. She was <laughs> in, uh, Midsommar. Midsommar. Yes. Oh, what a she, was, she was also page in, in that movie. Yeah. The page movie. Yeah. Sure. With, you know, the page movie starring the rock. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> That's right. She was page. <laughs> The movie wasn't terrible. It just wasn't realistic. I, I didn't watch it. <laughs> it, it was kind of like the Queen. It, it was kind of like the Queen movie. Um, sure. As a wrestling fan, it was annoying because I knew the stories. Uh, but if you like the way I told people, because when Bohemian Rhapsody came out, and I was pissed off because it was taking all the thunder away from Star Is Born, which everyone knows I love and I cry over. Um, sure. If you knew nothing about Queen, Bohemian Rhapsody was a wonderful movie. Yeah, but the timeline is a if mess. If you know anything about Queen. You're like, it's a nice work of fiction. It's not a real story. Same thing with the page thing. It's like, if you know anything about her story, it's not really real. Like it's yeah. not, it's not truthful. It's it's right. a Hollywood version of this. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I, I digress. Uh wow, we did a good job. We got all the way through that without really spoiling anything about the finale. Yeah. It's great. I love everything about WandaVision. You should go watch it if you haven't already. Absolutely. Uh, are we ready to do some slap shot? Yeah, let's do it. I'm placing a personal bounty on the head of Tim McCracken. You can't put a bounty on a man's head. I just did. Go get him, killer! It's wild. It's outrageous. It's outrageously funny. Paul Newman, Coach Reggie Dunlop in this supercharged world of hockey, invites you to meet the crazies who make it that way. The Players, Murderer's Row, The Wives, The Fans, The Managers. We're losing! Teamwork, guys, more team. They're burying us alive! Who are these guys? They brought their toys with them. And hustling of all, Paul Newman. Oh, you are very clever. Leave him. My wife left me. I was driving her crazy. Get out! You can't make him win. You're a losing coach. Okay, guys, show us what you got. (laughs) 
behind the comedy, the sex, the wild excitement. This is the absorbing story of one man fighting to hang on in a world gone absurd. I don't want you to score goals. I want blood. They're booing you. There's never been a film like Slapshot. There may never be another. Slapshot was released February 25th, 1977, had a box office of $28 million, and it was written by Nancy Dowd. It was directed by George Roy Hill, and it starred Paul Newman and a cast of hockey goons. Sure. <laughs> sure. You revealed last week yeah. uh, that you have never seen this film that it's heralded as one of the, if not the best sports movie of all time, Eddie. So after sitting through two hours of slap shot, first impressions. Um, so there's a fun thing that happens on this show. And I don't know why it happens this way, okay. but it's real fun is that I make a, uh, an outrageous claim to the internet and then you get all the shit for it. Mm-hmm. And it happened with plane train planes, trains, and automobiles. I think it's happened gonna, for, a- for the video version. I'm just going to hold this up. I like this movie. Yep, <laughs> I, I own a shirt. Yeah, I have a um, real authentic Charlestown Chiefs jersey. Very fun. <laughs> um, but like planes, trains, and automobiles, I said that I didn't like it and tore that movie apart in our review. And everybody gave you a ton of shit for it, which I think is hilarious. Um, so, uh, strap in cause it's about to happen again. Wonderful. Wonderful. Um, here's the thing. I will admit that, um, age probably has a lot of, a lot to do with it, sure. right? This movie's from 1977. I haven't seen it until I was 30 years old, 31 years old. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I've seen a lot of movies since then. Mm-hmm. And I admit that this movie probably influenced a lot of the bits from the other movies. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, this movie was not good. It was, it was very problematic. Um, very, Hi- very hindsight. Uh, and again, it's something that I don't see until watching these movies for the show with a quote unquote right. critical eye. Uh, a lot of stuff I missed, yeah. like just because it's it's not important to the story of the movie, so you right. don't pay attention to the bus driver having a Nazi symbol on his helmet. For no reason. <laughs> There's just a, like you just look at it and like, why does that bus driver have a swastika on his helmet? Here's the thing. And here's the thing. That bus driver, I want like like we were talking about a Jimmy Woo miniseries. I need that guy's story. He yeah. had some repressed anger issues that were just not being tapped. He thought instead of spray paint, making a bus look mean was taking a sledgehammer to it. (laughs) Yeah. What a weird, weird person. Um, You know, I just, I I found this movie to have funny moments, but on a whole, the movie wasn't good. Like I thought it was really disjointed. It was too long. You know, I, I didn't really get what we were like trying to accomplish you know, it was just like, and then again, just the language. And it's like, look, I'm not a, I am not a person that shies away from foul language. I love Tarantino movies, Should but say, <laughs> I know, 
But it's like when I'm sitting here and the first third of the movie, they're just constantly making fun of homophobic or like homosexual people. And I'm not going to use the terminology. No. And it's just like, man, this is just taking me out of this. It's taking me out of this movie. Yeah. I mean, it is the the language in it is definitely of another time. Yeah. Is the best way to put it. Um, this would not be included in the children's profiles of Disney Plus. No. <laughs> not, but not at all. Um, it, it contains problematic scenes. Yes, one or two. Yes, um, one or two. But yeah, again, it it was a it was a different time, and I'm not here to defend the movie at all. Yeah. But again, and I'm not saying that like this movie needs to go away, or I'm trying to right, cancel right, right, Paul right. Newman or any nonsense like that. I'm just saying that it's just like, oh, for me personally, watching this movie, it was just like, oh, the funny. Like, I wanted this movie because it kept almost getting there, and it's mm-hmm. just like, and again, I understand that slap shots influences this movie i understand that that's the correlation but it's just like oh we get so close but i really just want to watch basketball Mm. like like that's really what i want to do you know um i guess again it it was a you know it was a 70s movie and i guess that that in in itself uh attributes to the pacing of the movie because you're right it's it when you look at it you're like oh that movie's two hours long shit yeah like you can you can get a ninety minute movie out of this, right? You know, very, very easily. Better, yeah. Um, especially in in the middle, there, there's a lot of stuff like the whole um, uh, red. The basically, uh, I, I forget which team it was they visited, uh, but Hanrahan was the goalie, and and Syracuse, and maybe no, that was the orange team. That was the team they played at the. That was uh, the, he put the bounty on on McCracken, and then they played him in the finals, yeah. um, or whatever that last game was no Hanrahan was it was a black and gold team and Reg uh Paul Newman went and visited Hanrahan the goalie's wife yeah that whole thing that's how they won the game uh because she revealed that that she was a lesbian yeah right they used that against him on on the ice and like that whole section of it could have just right. been chunked out, and that's going to give you probably fifteen to twenty minutes right there. Like the, right. the game, the 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 wife, the the whole thing, because it was like they did it a couple times. You know right. what I mean? Like, like Paul Newman was, fucked a bunch of women in this movie. Yeah, and there was no reason. <laughs> and they were all the married to other triangle. men. <laughs> yeah, there was no reason for the love triangle between him, his like the best player on his team, and his wife. So like that. See, uh, I'm looking at it like uh, if I'm if I'm going to break it down. Right. Uh, Paul Newman, Reg Dunlop, was not only the player, he was also a coach. He was yeah, a coach. Was so coach. he needed to find ways to motivate his players. And he was trying to get Ned Braden to be tougher, to come out, to fight, Me. to drop the gloves. How right. are you going to do that? Well, this guy just won't fucking break. He just wants to score goals. What an asshole. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm going to go so fuck stupid. his wife and then tell him I fucked his wife. Yeah, and then he's gonna come try to fight me. <laughs> yeah, just stupid because, like, in theory, that's exactly the dynamic you would need, right? From like, a, from like an actual like sports strategy right. perspective, it's right. like, look, everybody else on the team is a goon, and yep. we're just gonna hit people and fight people. But this one asshole is actually super talented, so we're gonna basically open up everything for him to just score goals. He like, was. There was a point in the movie where where they announced that he is he's the leading goal scorer in the federal league. So correct. he's the leading goal scorer in the league, uh, and that's that's a negative. 
right. Charlestown, man. You don't want to drop the gloves? Come on. <laughs> yeah, well, and that also feel seemed like a new thing, right? Because it was like, oh, the, the mills closed. Like, like, there was just so much, like, it was and very- again... That stuff was very 70s, though. Right. And this movie in and of itself is very 70s yeah. in terms of, like, everything is very surface level, mm-hmm. right? And we don't, like, this movie would have been better if we changed the language for, for like, a majority of stuff. Sure. But then also, like, just gave everything more depth. It's very shallow, right? And so it's like, oh, here's the deal. I'm going to, like, switch everything around to make everybody excited in the team so that the team doesn't fold. And then at the end, we find out it doesn't matter anyway. And it's like, meh, meh, (laughs) you know, like, I guess. The other thing about it is uh, Nancy Dowd, who's who's the writer of this, uh, is the sister of Ned Dowd, who played Ogie Oglethorpe, uh, shows up at the end, big goon who got arrested, and he was the the MacGuffin or whatever of the movie. However, he was also a minor league hockey player in the 70s, and a lot of this movie is very biographical about the players and the team and how it was actually in that minor league hockey system. Uh, I I think it was called the Iron League or something like that. Like It it was a rough fucking place in the 70s. This is another one of those movies, kind of like The Shadow, when we talked about The Shadow, where it's like, oh, there's enough here where if we tweaked it or if we like tried it again in like with well, they, like 20, they, they did. There's oh, two and I'm not, I'm not talking about a sequel. I'm not talking about like slap shots three with, uh, one of the Baldwin brothers. Uh, <laughs> I think two had num- slap shots. Two had Steven Baldwin slap shots. Three had Gary Busey. They were both terrible. Yeah. However, to your point, um, a movie and actually there's two of them and both are really good movies that took this theme and took this, uh, this, I don't know what the fuck the, the word is. I'm, I'm trying to come up with took this, uh, Concept. inspiration, sure. uh, personality of the movie yeah. and turned it into a modern day film is goon. Right. Yes. Jay Baruchel um, with, with goon and goon Two, last of the enforcers yeah. are, are both, fantastic movies yes. done in this same yes. exact place. And that's another movie that would be like a movie. Cause again, I'm going to keep, I keep wanting to reference mighty ducks. And again, it's because I'm a child. Right. Sure. And like, and again, I understand. Hey, that, game changers is coming on Disney plus. Soon. Yeah. I got to get Disney plus a sponsor show. We're talking about way too fucking much. Yes. <laughs> I understand that slap shots influenced a lot of the bits in mighty ducks. Like I understand right. that, but I watched mighty ducks first. Yep. So therefore I like that more. Right. I understand that. Um, but it's just like, yeah, goon would have been good. Uh, goon is a great example. And that's a perfect example of what I'm talking about. Where like, that's a far better movie with the same tone and tone. Like that was the word I was looking for with the same tone (laughs) as slap shots, but it's just better, more concise. Um, I, I am kind of also thinking something like, uh, did you ever watch the show blue mountain state? Of course I did. So imagine Blue Mountain Castle, something like, (laughs) yes, Thad Castle, one of the greatest. See, you want to throw around like best movie television athletes of all time. Thad Castle, hands down, hands down better than anybody in this goddamn movie. Anybody, (laughs) anybody. Well, well, these guys weren't like great athletes by any stretch of the imagination. (laughs) Oh, see, 
Because that's the best. He's got all the attitude of everybody in slap shots, but he's just a billion times better. <laughs> he's a linebacker that's somehow going to win the Heisman. It's fantastic. I love it. But um, I would love to see like that, like something in the tone of something in the tone of Blue Mountain State, but it's about a minor league hockey team because it's like, oh yeah, these shitheads on the road. And like those three brothers were not nearly as funny as I wanted them to be. Like they had moments that were very funny. Like when they all fought everybody and then they're all standing there listening to the national anthem. And that one ref keeps turning around and then finally just goes, you know, starts reprimanding him. It's like, I'm listening to the fucking song. It's like, okay, see now that's a funny moment, but as a whole, you're just not a real funny character. Here's the thing. This, your, your, your takes on this are definitely based on the fact that you watched it in 2021. Yeah, 100%. Because the first time I watched it, I was playing youth hockey. Sure. And I don't know, preteen, maybe 10, between 10 and 12, maybe when I saw this. And that was the funniest shit I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was definitely up there for one of the first movies I saw tits in. Sure. You know what I mean? And, and yeah, so as a, as a, a child of the eighties. Yeah. Yep. Wheelhouse, man. Right in uh-huh. it. 100%. <laughs> Especially oh, uh-huh. a hockey player. We all, it's like, oh, that's, that's awesome. You know what I mean? Yeah. You go, you're, you're, play, you're skating by the bench, slap, 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 slap. Oh, guts, gut busting, gut yes. busting stuff. So, yeah, I guess, uh, and, and I think a lot of it, you'll see guys like myself uh, in our 40s that look back on this with more nostalgia, right. which is why, again, a lot of the stuff, um, not, you know, not just in this movie, but in, a lot of things in this day and age that are being talked about, we look back and almost not forgive, but just kind of turn a blind eye to a lot of things just because ah, it's nostalgia. You know, we're, we're washed over by all the other shit. It's like, yeah, that's a problem, but ah, this is so much fun over here. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cause it's like, it's some shitty stuff in the sandbox. I just won't play over in that corner. Yeah. It's like, cause here's the thing in like, in all reality, there's no reason to have a swastika no. on the helmet <laughs> for the bus driver. No, he was a mess. <laughs> like, like I just like that's just like straight up inexcusable, man. Like, and again, I've seen this movie a hundred times since I've been watching it for over thirty years. I dressed up as a Hanson for Halloween for Christ's sakes. Also, I bought the shirt. This is the first time I noticed the swastika on his helmet. Yeah. Also, I do want to say that in between the, in the middle of this movie, my cat shows up and jumps on the couch and has a mouse in her mouth God and damn. just drops it because she's just like, look, I murdered something and brought you a present. <laughs> and I was just like, are you for real? And then the, the mouse wasn't dead. So I had to reenact the entire series of mouse hunt with Nathan Lane in my living room. It was awful, awful, awful. I, I did not have a good experience watching this movie. Okay, so we st- we're starting to we're starting to peel our onion off of this show and see why Eddie's so ornery about Slapshot. <laughs> he had to kill a living being. <laughs> yeah, I had to kill something in the middle of this. In the middle of watching this, um, his cat yeah. brought him a half dead creature that he then had to chase and murder. <laughs> Chased in the cushions. I don't know. It's nonsense. <laughs> uh, but I just I'm watching it and the. The, everything is just so so shallow. And again, this is like a, it's very much a seventies movie. Very much. 
it's very much a 70s movie where it's just like, yeah, everything's on the surface and we're just yeah. going to yada yada. It's in the same way that, uh, and I know they're not, it's not a 70s movie, but Caddyshack, right? Where Caddyshack, close enough. Close Ca- enough. yeah, Caddyshack just, and it has that same pacing because it's a, it's a movie of that era, right? right? Where it just kind of like hits things and moves on, hits things and moves on and just moves on and moves on and moves on. Right. And it's like, yeah, we're not, nothing really has like consequences. There's kind of an overall arching story that we're kind of going to follow, but we're just going to kind of go bit to bit. And it's just like, ah, uh, I, you know, especially after watching something like WandaVision. And again, <laughs> I'm not comparing WandaVision to slap shots, but it's just like, oh, there's like a lot of meat on, on that WandaVision bone in terms of like emotional depth and like character arc and development. And it's just like Paul what? Newman doesn't learn dick. He wait, doesn't wait learn. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Yeah. When, what's his name here? Hang on a second. Uh, when, when Dave yeah. Carlson goes up to Reg Dunlop with a fucking vampire cape on and says, I'm going to be called killer. I mean, that's Oscar worthy right there. (laughs) Right. Actually, he didn't. That was on the bus. when It was on the bus. He looks at him Um, and goes, good for you, kid. Good for you, kid. (laughs) Like, yeah. I mean, it was definitely a a fucking a movie of its time. Yeah. Um, And okay. So. What were parts? Because you said there were there were parts that you liked, there were parts that you laughed at. What were those? I'm I'm yeah. curious on that because because I again I've seen the movie a hundred times and I get to a point with movies like that where I start to really pick out like weird little shit. Like for example, um, it, they're in one of the bars and it's post game and it's okay so it's when uh reg's ex-wife shows up in the red dress and he makes the bet with the goalie to go dance with her yeah right before that is one of my favorite moments in the movie when some drunk walks up to reg dunlop and starts slurring hey man you gotta work on a power play and paul newman just cocks his eye and go all right man we'll get right on that it is not funny out of context but watching it i'm like that is the realest moment in this entire fucking movie right (laughs) yeah uh, you know, the, the national anthem moment, real funny, where they're beating up the Coke machine and then, like, because they don't have the quarter. Give me an like, orange uh, grape, but none of that stinking are up there. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then they're in the hotel room and he opens the bat of a briefcase and they just have RC cars in there. Like, there's no clothes. There's just RC cars. It's like. Oh, I'll play anymore. Fucking thing's broken. <laughs> it's like. Man, it's like, again, like the movie wasn't about those three brothers and it should have been but the legacy. because, yeah. And it's just like, cause they keep popping up. Like they're sitting there and I love it because they're, uh, Paul Newman is just like giving a speech and they're just mimicking things he's saying. And so like the, it's the final game and he's like, yeah, old timey hockey and shoe skates, whatever, and all this stuff. And, and they're like, yeah, skates. <laughs> yeah like uh, shoe skates McGurk or whatever, and like old timey hockey. And then they come back and they're like, no, we need to like goon it up and be a bunch of assholes. And they're like, well, but what about old timey hockey? This is like piss on oh. any shore. <laughs> yeah, it's so funny. I that part, like they were really their asides were more funny when the at the beginning of the movie when the goalie was being interviewed, he's like, Yeah, and then if you do this and you do that, you go in the box, you feel bad about it. <laughs> like, like those things were pretty funny. Mm-hmm. Um, but then it's just like, but then the end of the movie, it 
I felt the first time I ever watched Monty Python and the Holy Grail, <laughs> I was so mad at the end of the movie because mm-hmm. I felt robbed. Okay. Now, years later, I understand that that was the point. Like, that was the point of the movie and, like, the point of the ending. Um, but at the time, I remember I was, like, so mad. I was like, this is stupid. Like, what? Now, when you say the ending, do you mean the final game or the parade after the game? I mean the game. Okay. Uh, I mean the game. The championship game where the opposing team brings in every player from jail. (laughs) Yeah. And again, I was just like, oh, cool. It feels like a logical progression of a story that we've been building to. This team was just like, oh, the Chiefs have just turned into monsters. Mm. And like, that's all we're going to do is we're just going to have to out monster them. And so that made sense. But then for them to just like get into a fight and then then not play hockey and just win because the other team got banned. So <laughs> there is a brief moment that the go- the puck goes in the goal and then the referee says to McCracken the, on the other team, if you, if you don't cut the shit, you forfeit. Now, there's a few things about this that are pretty awesome. McCracken waits for the referee to turn his back. Yeah. Hauls off and cracks him in the back of the head. Right. The ref pops up like fucking Hulk Hogan, no selling his ass off and goes, that's it. You lose. And the line that I really never picked up on again until this viewing, watching it more closely, the ref skates by Paul Newman and goes, all right, dummy, you won the won the game. Come get your trophy. (laughs) I'm just like, this ref was better than I ever remember. <laughs> yeah. First of all, took a punch like a champ. Yeah. Like, these guys are killers. And he just was like, fuck you. You're out. And yeah. here's your trophy, dum-dum. Um, and all of it was over uh, the fact that they were mad because fucking Ned Braden didn't want to fight, so he stripped. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And that was weird and stupid. <laughs> It was so 70s. <laughs> yeah. It was like, I don't know what we're doing. The he moments... also at one point got naked and then put his cup back on. I think that was a continuity error. <laughs> that was, I'm pretty sure that was a continuity error. Like, sure. all right. We, uh, we're, we're, we're pretty, we're pretty R rated, but I don't think we can hang dong in this movie. <laughs> yeah, I don't think we can. Well, not only just hang dong. Cause like when, when in movies in the seventies did hang dong, it was like guy shows up in a doorway and then leaves. Yes. You know what I mean? Like you it wasn't a victory fucking skate yeah. with a trophy. Yeah. With, she with was on... Also there's expectations because earlier in the movie, Early in the movie, we heard Ned Braden is hung like a horse. Yeah, right. So she love him. She love him. He has a horse like a cock yeah. <laughs> or a cock like a horse. <laughs> a horse well, like a cock. That'd be I weird. Mean, that would have been pretty funny. <laughs> but um, yeah, it was. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, like I said, like watching it back and watching it so many times over the years, uh, it's it's the little shit for me. Like all the shit in the bars. I love like the right. little like and, and I love the hockey moments. The hockey moments are fucking great for me. Uh, but just like <laughs> there's a scene where they're just sitting in like a diner in the yeah. morning watching soap operas and they're all drinking and they're really invested in the soap opera. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like the woman on the soap operas, like talking about her, her husband comes out of a coma and she sold his car and yeah. they're just, they're just really invested in the whole thing. Um, 
Yeah, like I, 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 I don't know. It's it's nostalgia for me. I love sure. the movie. Um, um, I'm, did, I'm also wait, acknowledging super problematic to look back on. Like oh, a lot of really the is. language, it, it's it's a hindsight thing. It's like ah, wow, we've come a long way. Is how I look at it. Yeah, you know what I mean. We've, that, that, we've come a long way because wow, they were very intolerant. <laughs> right. It feels like. Um... It feels like we've done this like sort of dance like before where it's like we did it with hangover a lot uh, hangover. But I was I was thinking more specifically, like when we did Hocus Pocus, right, mm. where it's like it's kind of that same sort of thing. I love Hocus Pocus. But then again, when Hocus Pocus came out, it was made for me. You know what I mean? It wasn't made for you. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, you know I, what did, I, mean? I did not. I, I was yeah. not a fan of Hocus Pocus. <laughs> yeah, you were not a fan of Hocus Pocus. Right. And that and and it's kind of in that same thing where it's just like, you know, yeah. This is a movie. It, I don't. I don't particularly like it. Yeah. And I think again because it's like, oh, I watched Mighty Ducks first, and I really like Mighty Ducks. And you know, there again, I admit that the bits, like the drive by and just hitting everybody in the head with the hockey stick, yes, mm-hmm. very very funny bit. I saw it first in Mighty Ducks. I didn't see it first in Slap Shots. You know what I mean? And so it like it intro. It's it's that same sort of thing. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, God. Damn, that movie's problematic. <laughs> uh, and that's God why damn I that mouse. Comedian. <laughs> God damn that mouse. Uh, okay, so that's Slapshot? That's Slapshot. All righty. Uh, shit, we didn't discuss it again. Oh, I came next week? prepared. I love it when you come prepared. What so are you there's a brand new streaming service that has been released. CBS mm-hmm. All Access is now paramount plus mm-hmm. i was perusing paramount plus and there's a movie that i've always wanted to watch um that i think you would agree with mm-hmm. um and that is blue hawaii starring elvis presley because the week after that we're doing a double of justice league oh shit that's right that's coming up isn't it yeah I, I just fucking hate that movie already yeah, I know. It's gonna yeah, be awful. I'm all in on Blue Hawaii. I'm pretty sure I am. Yeah, you probably own it. But I, this own. Is... I, I own Blue Hawaii. <laughs> Here's the thing. I'm pretty sure you've owned every movie we've done. Yes. With the exception much. of like Farce Wars. Uh, yeah, that, that one I didn't. And the Abbott and Costello one, which is the first and only time I've done Peacock. So I got to figure that out, too. Sure. Uh, but yeah, OK. So next week, Elvis Presley in Blue Hawaii. I can't wait. love it. Uh, thank you for joining us on that movie show for Slapshot and a spoiler-free WandaVision. And please subscribe to the podcast on any and all podcasting apps. Uh, Facebook is facebook.com slash thatmovieshowtv. The website is thatmovieshow.net. Uh, you can follow Eddie and myself on social media, all forms of social media, at Mike Went at the Eddie McCabe. And we will see you back here next week for Blue Hawaii. Bye, everybody. That's Hoobie Valley, Hoobie Hollywood. Where any office boy or young mechanic can 